Om. Hello and welcome to It's All Right Here, the podcast series where I share short and sweet tips, strategies, and practices to help you live your very best life. If you stick around long enough, you will build a toolbox full of all things good for you, all here to help you rise into your next best and highest evolution. I'm your host, Britt B. Steele, and I have spent the last 25 years doing my very best to live my most optimal life and to help women do the same. So without further ado, let's get started. In today's episode, I want to have a heart-to-heart about what every woman knows. Recently, I read this amazing quote by Clarissa Pinkola Estes, and she's the author of Dangerous Old Woman or uh, Women Who Run With the Wolves, an all-time favorite of so many women. And she said that she feels as though all women are overqualified for all jobs. And I have to say, there's something about that that feels really right and true. <laughs> now, that being said, I offer that there are things that we know, but perhaps we might be sleepwalking through. So I'd like to have a heart-to-heart about that and how we wake up together. Thanks again for showing up, and let's get started. Okay, so at the risk of being dramatic, I feel like I need to say right out of the gate that this topic for me is truly a life or death conversation. There's so many things that I think as women we forget that are important to us because we got busy or we got distracted and we told ourselves that they weren't important now and we'd come back to them. But then in many ways, we never really get back to them. We never really get back to the important things. So today I want to return to those important things because what I've come to learn is that within every single woman, there are really fierce instincts of survival, and that these instincts that each of us have really have the potential to save us or destroy us. And our real work in this life is to find our way through all of the sleepy and burdensome and normal sorts of things, day-to-day humdrum, the mundane living, because if we don't do that, this instinct that can save us will fall dormant. And slowly but certainly, and here's the dramatic part, I really do feel that we will die if we do not awaken to ourselves. But before that happens, before any awakening can happen, we struggle. You know, we do things like redo the bathroom and buy red shoes and paint our lips and some of us drink too much wine and we let our hair grow long and get let it get a little bit unworldly and <laughs> we reveal more skin and some of us well we run off with the pub house drummer and at first 
we think that that's it, right? Like, oh, I've lost all this weight. I've joined this new club. I'm, you know, really taking good care of myself. I'm doing all these things and we're excited about them. And we feel like those are the things that are going to help us grow and learn and expand. But in time, as our body begins to age a little, as the pretty and shininess of something or someone new wears off, our eyes close and we settle into a bit of a denial. And that previous excitement and joy sort of falls into a quiet whimper. And we realize that we've settled for something that is less than whole. We have somehow filled our lives with something we thought would complete us, but now we sit in the shell of our own soul abandonment. And sometimes when we get to this place, we feel really exhausted. We feel wounded. We feel lost. We're self-deprecating. We feel ashamed. We cannot even see truly that the source of our suffering has been the abandonment of our very own soul. Sometimes we cannot even see that we're in this downward spiral that takes us essentially only to one place, and that's the burial ground of our very own soul. And then what happens? We get really real, right? We get really real because we recognize that this deadening is the doorway to addiction, compulsion, desperation, resentment of those that we love and truly love to serve, and even the doorway into rage. Now, this is that, that thing I was talking about, the drama, because I don't want you to get all caught up in how morbid all of this sounds. But I do think it's true. I just want to let it be known that many of us smile and keep on trucking when we're in this state. And we've adapted well, like we've done well to contribute to the world, to be productive, to live our lives, to look good and make those social media posts. And the truth is we're relatively functional but then perhaps what happens in most of our lives is some sort of dis-ease arises. And that is also the instinct. That's the instinct that arises when I said at the beginning that that instinct will either save us or destroy us. When it rises in dis-ease, it's likely to destroy us. And this instinct lives within every breathing, living creature. And that instinct says, enough is enough. And then we really can't help but listen. The body tells us so. The body's not going to lie because there's no indulgent nor excess that can bring the instinctive nature that lives in every single woman back to life. So when that happens, when that dis-ease hits, or when that waking up happens, 
She has no choice but to go home. She must return to her soul or die. I remember a super vivid moment when my marriage to my beautiful, dear brother, (laughs) my former husband and I, when that was ending, I remember waking up in the night on a full moon or a nearly full moon and sitting up in my bed and looking out the bay window and seeing the light pouring through the trees and weeping and saying out loud, come back to me, come back to me, come back to me. And I know now, although I didn't know then, I felt a bit on the crazy side of crazy. (laughs) I know now that I was speaking directly to my very own soul. Once a woman finds her way to that waking up, to that moment when she knows she has to go home to her very own soul, or that she will die. She must dance in the presence of her sisters. Now, what do I mean when I say that? She's got to tell the truth. She's got to find her sisterhood. She's got to find those women with whom she can speak her truth, her whole truth, and nothing but the truth. She must learn to speak it slowly and vertically with eyes open, gazing across the fire into the souls of other women who have been where she's been, who've been wounded or baited or trapped or lost. And she must place her hands on her belly and bow her head and breathe with the eternal waters of all waters and refuse to normalize what has become of her life. And instead, she must choose to birth herself new feet, new hands, and new eyes. Now, the best news about this is that she is the one and she is the only one who can do this. And there's even more good news. And that is that it takes so very little to release us from what has held us back or held us down. It takes very little to wise us up and for us to breathe and to dance our souls back to life. And there is a resting place, really, a halfway point, a sandbar, if you will, where you can catch your breath again. And it's right here. And it is from this place where you find your way back to your feral instinct. You find your way back to your grace, to your guts, to your vitality, and to your own integrity. But the road isn't what you think, dear one. (laughs) It's never what we think. It isn't running naked or swimming with the seals or hula hooping in rings of fire. It isn't even years of therapy or past life regression or that cleanse. And it isn't necessarily leaving or quitting or moving. The path to soul renewal, 
has structure, it has containment, it has safety. It's a gentle awakening, a cautious turning of the doorknob and slowly peeking inside the room of your own heart. And once again, breath by breath, stepping in, stepping into the fertility of your very own spirit, gradually, without force, and leaving behind denial and naivete and entering a protective space, a universal intelligence, and ultimately the awakening of your own soul. So how do you do this? There are so many ways, and the right way is your way. And no matter what your way is, It has some components that are consistent across all women. You got to find your sisters, those who can hear you and hold you. That's number one. Number two, you got to start taking care of yourself. And number three, there's got to be some structure for you, some containment for your evolution, for your unfolding, so that you can relax. Now, because I'm so passionate about this topic, I've created a little get started guide for you. If you'd like to head on over to brittbsteel.com forward slash 110, there you will find yourself a get started guide. Now, yes, I'm very, very passionate about this, and I do believe it's a life or death situation. But that being said, I also truly feel that it doesn't matter if you get started with me or if you get started somewhere. The key, again, and ultimately, is that you get started. Thank you again for being here, and I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If you have enjoyed it, please feel free to share it with your friends and to like it wherever you listen. I'm Britt B. Steele, and this is the It's All Right Here podcast. Thank you for being here. Let's keep rising and shining together. Have a sweet day. Bye.